The difference between a narcissist versus narcissistic behavior. Hey everyone, what's going on? Erica here. So in this session, what I wanted to talk about was the difference between someone who is a narcissist who falls on the the scale of narcissistic personality disorder on the spectrum of mental illness and someone who just displays narcissistic behavior. Now, bit of a disclaimer because I was always under the impression that a narcissist is somewhat different from someone who suffers from narcissistic personality disorder. But I do stand corrected because after delving more into it, it's really about the difference between narcissism and narcissistic behavior. So someone who is a narcissist, someone who is on the spectrum under narcissistic personality disorder, they are naturally at the high, high end of that spectrum. And someone who displays narcissistic behavior, because there is a low end of the spectrum as well, are, you know, people who are not classified as narcissists. They are just really, in layman's terms, they're acting out. They're acting a bit selfishly. They're acting a bit conceited. They're acting a bit egotistical, but it does not classify them as a narcissist. A narcissist is, of course, diagnosed under narcissistic personality disorder by a medical professional. Now, if you notice someone is consistently displaying narcissistic behaviors because frequency, duration, these are the things that we have to look for when dealing with certain people. If you notice that it's a constant thing, then chances are they may have to probably get diagnosed because if that is the case, they may be a narcissist. But there is a big difference between someone who is a narcissist and someone who acts narcissistic, a huge difference. So what have we learned so far? We've learned that narcissists are the type of people that have, you know, inflated egos. They walk around with grandiosity. They walk around feeling like they're special, that no one can really understand them because that's how special they are. They walk around thinking that everything should go in a way that they deem fit, a way that they see is, has a better chance of having a better outcome. But we all know that the outcome is really more for, for their own selfish needs. A narcissist is considered on the pathological side of narcissism. Again, that's the high end of the spectrum. They are, they have a distorted way of thinking. You know, that's how a narcissist is. Anyone under the personality disorder, they have a distorted way of thinking. They think that it's pretty much my way or the highway. It's pretty much... I'm right, you're wrong. You don't know what you're talking about. They cannot, therefore will not accept criticism or any type of opinions of others because theirs is the one that, that matters. And in actuality, taking criticism is really, is really, really hard for a narcissist because that means that you are kind of contradicting their position you are you know questioning 
their power. You are going against the grain with them and they don't like that. Someone who behaves narcissistic is someone who is, it depends on the tone. It depends on the setting. It depends on what exactly it is that they're doing. I mean, someone who behaves narcissistic is someone who is capable of carrying empathy. A narcissist is not. A narcissist has no empathy because they were not taught how to have empathy, how to sustain it and how to apply it. They were pretty much taught to fend for themselves and pretty pretty much be selfish. And someone who displays certain traits of a narcissist, which which let's let's be honest, a lot of us are guilty of doing that at certain times. We can be guilty of doing that. We can be guilty of displaying certain narcissistic traits because believe it or not, people in general, you know, we all fall on the spectrum. It just depends on where we fall. If we fall on the lower end of the spectrum, you know, we, we still have to come to terms that we have doses of narcissism. And if we fall on the higher end of the spectrum, then we have to come to terms that we have a problem. We have a disorder and we need to get help for that. So whichever way you look at it, that's how it, you know, it has to be done. But now narcissists are, you know, again, they come off as grandiose, self-centered, self-absorbed. They can be manipulative and overall, you know, highly conceited. And of course, you know, we have different descriptions of narcissism. So you have various subtypes of it. We have overt, covert, introvert, passive, aggressive, situational, sexual, you know, the, the list goes on. And in actuality, almost anyone seems capable of being a narcissist, but unless it's diagnosed and unless it's treated and unless it's, you know, it's talked about, it's, it's pretty much, you know, it's, it's pretty much spitting in the wind because we don't really know someone who acts like a narcissist, you may assume is a narcissist, but they're not someone who is a narcissist because they can be manipulative and they can be, you know, pretty, pretty exact in their ways. You may not think they're a narcissist, but they are. So it's something that we have to really look out for and we have to really, you know, really consider. Now, what's important is we have to distinguish narcissistic behavior from pathological narcissism. And most people are guilty of narcissistic behavior on occasion, but it doesn't necessarily mean they have narcissistic personality disorder. Now, what distinguishes certain narcissistic behavior? From pathological narcissism are frequency, the intensity, and duration. It's like I said, if it's a constant, if it's a consistent thing, if it's something that just, it seems never ending, if it's something that seems like it's not changing within the individual or the people, then chances are they do suffer from the disorder. Now, we're going to give you an example of, you know, behavior that may not be pathological narcissism. So let's say, for example, a colleague at work, you know, receives public praise from, from management. And, you know, for a few days, they've become really egotistical and they actually begin to act like the boss. And a week later, you know, this, this all just subsides and they get back to the motions of 
working in a collaborative manner with you. This is considered situational narcissism. All right. So if a situation arose at the time, they may get a little egotistical. They may get a little, you know, ahead of themselves. And that was just uh, a situational thing. It was short lived, you know, or if a friend who, you know, recently got into a romantic relationship and they're talking incessantly about it, they're just kind of like, just the, their relationship just dominates conversations and their social media. And they're, they're just pretty much showing conceit towards other individuals outside of her relationship, you know, because she's just basically so self-absorbed in regards to her relationship and, and her newfound happiness. Yet, let's say, you know, a few days goes by and she's come to realize that, oh, that was, you know, that was pretty messed up. I shouldn't have done that. You know, that was kind of a little, a little conceited and a little self-absorbing of me. And she manages to come to you and apologize for her behavior. Again, that's situational narcissism. So we're all capable of doing that. We're capable of in certain situations being narcissistic. We're capable of doing certain things at certain times, depending on the tone. But of course, you know, pathological narcissism is a constant. It's, it's an all day, everyday thing. It is pretty much their, it's been ingrained in their mind. It's their way of thinking that they apply to their everyday lives and they don't, they don't really care because how I look at it is, you know, a narcissist, as we've learned, is not born. A narcissist is created. And if there are any other factors that run in the family in regards to mental illness, that may, you know, that may push the the pathological narcissism up a notch because, you know, you have, if you have a history of mental illness, but the actuality of it is, is that it's a, just a, a distorted way of thinking of oneself. And it's a distorted way of thinking within the environment, which creates a very imbalanced atmosphere. It creates a very imbalanced environment and pathological narcissists, because this is how they think. This is how they live. This is how they breathe. This is how they just throughout their lives have been are unable to sustain emotional relationships, healthy relationships, healthy environments. They, a pathological narcissist induces toxicity because that's all they know. They just know toxicity. They just know toxic relationships. They don't know the dynamics of a healthy relationship. If they were to come in contact with someone who comes from dynamics of healthy relationships, they will end up sabotaging that dynamic because you have to look at how their relationships formed and pathological narcissists are capable of creating relationships. You got to remember how they have to utilize manipulation because a pathological narcissist is not going to get more flies with vinegar than they are with honey. So they have to reverse everything. And if they know that they are toxic in their ways and they know that their patterns are what actually 
you know, re just really destroyed a lot of chances of having healthier dynamics and healthier settings. They know that if they are forthcoming with that toxicity right off the bat, they're not going to get anywhere with it because who wants to deal with someone who's toxic? Who wants to deal with someone like that? I know I don't. So I know you wouldn't either. So just so we understand that a pathological narcissist is one who is on a mission. A pathological narcissist is one with intent. They are one who looks to achieve a goal. That goal has to be in their favor. That goal has to be under their terms. That goal has to reflect on their quote superiority end quote and it has to really portray to the world that they're on top. They're at the top of the pyramid. And someone who has narcissistic behaviors, again, really just depends on the situation. It depends on the tone. It depends on the circumstance. And we are all capable of being that way and that we can display narcissistic behaviors. So just so we understand, there is a big difference. There is a a huge difference. And I always, always, always strongly advise people to go ahead and, 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 and just, you know, to be on the safe side, it doesn't hurt to go to a therapist. It doesn't hurt to get checked out. It doesn't hurt to say, you know what, there are certain things that I'm not happy with. There are certain things that I'm just not sure about. And I want to get checked. It never hurts. And if the, you know, if they tell you, Hey, you're fine. You're not on the spectrum. You, I mean, you are on the spectrum, but you're not under the category of having a personality disorder. You're not a narcissist. You're not a pathological narcissist. It's a lot better to hear than hearing. Yeah. You need to start coming back and continue going for therapy and, and we have to rewire your entire brain, you know, but again, you know, I, at one point, because in my studies, I've been studying narcissism for approximately two and a half years now. And I was under the impression that a narcissist and someone who is, who has narcissistic personality disorder, which again, I stand corrected on it. We're two different things, but they're not. It's just pretty much the disorder itself is that line on the spectrum. And someone who is a narcissist falls under the personality disorder. So there is that big difference between narcissism and narcissistic behavior. And I think that we really, again, should get more into it, should definitely look more into to the details. And you know, if you want to start, if you want to start somewhere, that would be the best thing to do is to really go to, you know, maybe see a therapist and see, or if you feel that someone is displaying these traits all too often, a little too much. And it's just, there is no, no break in between then. Yeah. I I would strongly, strongly suggest that you, you know, you, you, you look further into it because narcissistic people compared to narcissists are, you know, there is a whole world of difference there. A narcissist is an extremely toxic person and considered to be extremely dangerous. 
especially when they're on the exploitative path and they are just looking to destroy anything or anybody in their path. So definitely, definitely look more into it and definitely consider the different possibilities. All right, guys. So I do hope that this little bit helped. I hope that, you know, we can continue to help one another and continue to not only educate, but correct one another. There's always room for correction. There's always room for criticism and there's always room for redirection. So, you know, we learn something new every day. All right. So guys, I hope you got the gist of it. I hope I made it understandable. And if you have any questions, leave me a comment. I'll be more than glad to answer them. All right, guys. So until next time, namaste.